This is going to increase your conversions. It's going to increase the chance that the client will spend money with you. And it's going to increase the chance that they'll stick around longer on your page or profile. And that is a clever way to monetize these users. Welcome back to On The Horizon. This is Melrose Michaels. I am your host, and I'm here to share what's worked for me in building my adult creator business to try to make building yours just a little bit easier. Let's get into today's episode. Assembly 4 are a collective of sex workers and technologists working to bring the overall cost of advertising down for sex workers through their ad platform, Trist.link. Educate clients through the Good Client Guide and much more. Assembly 4 caters to all genders and demographics and raises funds for organizations to fight for sex workers' rights, the decriminalization of sex work, and against exploitation in the sex industry. Learn more at the website assembly4.com for the word, not the number. Hello, Sex Work CEO Squad. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of On the Horizon. Last week, we had a really amazing space and it was entirely conversational. So you guys kind of got to come up here and use the entire time to ask me questions, get free consulting, suggest resources you wanted to share. And I would love to start doing more of those types of spaces going forward. So I'm opting to do kind of two of these open style Twitter spaces each month and then two of these kind of more structured lecture style spaces just to see how they perform. Um, ultimately, as you guys know, my you know whole goal in this is just to provide as much value as humanly possible to each of you listening and kind of following the stuff we put out. So if doing some of these open spaces and allowing you guys to come up and ask things directly about my own business or about yours, things you're struggling with, whatever, if that's a better use of you know some of our monthly spaces, I'd like to try that out and um, just see how it goes for us. So we got great feedback last time, so I'm gonna incorporate some more of those going forward. I do wanna take a moment to shout out um, a little testimonial or some feedback we got from Lady Athena. Um, it was a comment or tweet that was about Sex Panther in general, so I figured it'd be kind of fitting to shout it out here. And it said that, at SexWorks CEO is helping me navigate this Amazeballs platform, Sex Panther. Not gonna lie, I will have to watch the series on repeat for a bit. Thank you for making this so I have a sliver of an idea. And I really appreciate the feedback and the tweets. When you guys give us feedback like this, it kind of tells me what I should focus my resources on and my time on for y'all. So thank you for the feedback. I really appreciate it. Um, and it does not go unnoticed. So first off, ahead of the space, I do want to make it super clear that this is not a sponsored podcast, but rather something we had received a handful of tweets and requests for. So that's the purpose of and why I'm doing it. I don't want anyone listening to this to have it like in the back of their mind that this space has an agenda or that the company, you know, Sex Panther itself gave me some key points to bring you guys because that's just not accurate. While Sex Panther is a sponsor of Sex Work CEO, this Twitter space is entirely on my own accord, just in an attempt to bring value to you guys, the CEO squad, who specifically and explicitly asked me for a space around Sex Panther. So now, now that that's out of the way, I do want to also plug a little reminder just before we get into the details of all of this, that these spaces get transcribed and reworked into blog posts over at sexworkco.com. So you never have to take notes during these spaces. We will do all of that for you. And then you can have 
your, you know, this way you can have your full attention on the audio while you're listening, consuming this. Because I know some people are more, you know, textual learners. They want to read it or reread it or circle back to it later. And I just want you guys to know that that resource is there for y'all. So to begin, uh, I kind of want to take a second and address the elephant in the room. There are a lot of sex workers and adult creators who really struggle to get approved on the Sex Panther platform. And I know that some of you listening to this are probably waiting to, you know, for the part where I take questions to discuss some of that. What I will say is that over at Sex Panther, they do have a rigorous approval process because they take a lot of care in terms of the supply and demand of models and fans on their website. So what I mean by that is that they really carefully regulate the type of models they approve so that there aren't too many creators all in the same niche or lane or genre so that the supply of spending fans and traffic on the platform itself is available and stays lucrative for each creator on the site. So while I know some of you have had trouble getting approved, I do want to stress that, you know, don't take that personally. And while I wouldn't write it off where like you never attempt to reapply for the platform if you've been declined or denied, I just want to mention that because I am on here, like so many of you, with many adult platforms who are not sensitive to this idea of supply and demand. And because of that, they just allow every creator and every fan on the site. And it becomes really hard to monetize the platform when there are a larger number of creators to the ratio of spending fans that are there on site to go around. So what happens when that ecosystem isn't balanced is that there are few, if any, creators that have a chance of succeeding there. So while I know some of you have struggled to get approved or are struggling to get approved on Sex Panther, and I, I, you know, share your frustration with that process, I get why that would be so aggravating. I do want you to rest assured that it's not coming from a bad place. That all being said, now we can kind of get into the good stuff and the things I want to focus on here in this space, which is really, you know, the Sex Panther tips, tricks, and tactics that I promised you guys. <laughs> so if you are new to Sex Work CEO, please know that we do have a full course about this platform on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash SWCEO. It focuses entirely on the Sex Panther platform, and it also has some of these same strategies and tactics I'm going to share here today. They're also mentioned in the courses as well as the visuals to kind of like accompany them. So if you're a very visual learner and you're starting here instead of there, that might be more value for you to begin with. So I just want to mention that that resource is available. So the first thing I want to discuss is fostering lead. I guess let me define what a lead is. So a lead on Sex Panther is a customer who's just added you to contacts. When you get a new client or contact on Sex Panther, one of the most impactful things you can do is reply to them within five minutes or less. This is going to increase your conversions. It's going to increase the chance that the client will spend money with you. And it's going to increase that the chance that they'll stick around longer on your page or profile. Speed does matter when you're trying to close a sale. And it matters because Sex Panther as a platform natively works and behaves as if it was text messages. So in fact, if you are on the Sex Panther platform in the early days, like I was, uh, it actually did have an SMS messaging, a text messaging component to it. So when the users on that platform are expecting, you know, a text messaging kind of encounter, they're also expecting a rapid fire back and forth between the creators and themselves. So for this reason, I prioritize my Sex Panther messages in terms of the speed to reply above my OFDMs and the speed I reply to those with. Um, the same goes for the other platforms I'm on, you know, uh, Slushy or Fancentro or Unfiltered. Like I will always prioritize Sex Panther responses ahead of 
regular fan site DMs. And I would kind of suggest that you do the same on those platforms if you're on multiple platforms as well. Aside from speed, the next thing that you're going to want to do to foster leads is overcome the user or fan's biggest concern, which is that they are not actually talking to you, the creator. How you're going to do this is by replying to their initial contact ad with a voice message that is free to open that says something like, thank you so much, say their username. For the contact ad, I cannot wait to have some fun with you or I cannot wait to get to know you. Giving a user that free audio message immediately after they add you to contacts is going to prove that you are who you say you are and help them feel more comfortable spending money on this interaction. The user or fan's biggest concern is always that they are not talking to who they think they are. So by immediately giving them that reassurance with a free audio message, that's going to go a long way in respect to getting them to opening their wallet and spending money. If you're enjoying this podcast episode so far, please take one moment to share it with another one of your adult content creator friends, because you know what the rule is here. We do not gatekeep and we want to make as many adult creators businesses as easy as possible. And you sharing this episode with them might do exactly that. Thanks so much in advance. Now, this next piece I want to discuss is mass messaging. While Sex Panther does have a mass message feature, you can only send a mass message every eight hours. So you must use them wisely and strategically. While sending a mass message, you want it to always feel like it's a personal one. The way you're going to do this is by asking things or saying things that are one, open-ended, two, in singular form, and three, elicit a response. So for example, an open-ended question that elicits a response, those are the two components, would be something like, would you let me make you late for work this morning? Question mark. You'll also notice that it is singular. That is the third component. I say, would you? Hey, loves or hey, babes. Those are plurals. We need to stay singular as if you're talking to one other person. You want the mass message to look and feel as if it's a one-off message to each individual fan. So meeting those three criteria is going to get you the highest number of responses possible per each mass message. So again, to recap, the three criteria is that it needs to be open-ended in singular form and elicit a response. Those are the three criteria to sending a really good mass message that's going to get the best open rates, the best reply rates. Now, we do have to address kind of the other component of this mass message, which is that you can only send them every eight hours. Because of that, you are going to want to be mindful or set a timer, which is what I've typically done, to go off every eight hours on your phone so that you're aware of when you can send your next mass message. So for example, I will send a message at like 8 a.m., I'll send another one around 4 p.m. And then I'll send another one around like 12 a.m. or midnight Central Standard Time because that's where I'm located. This allows me to get the maximum amount of mass messages out every eight hours in a 24-hour period. So you could do something similar or you could reduce it down to say two mass messages a day if you don't plan on like staying up late and kind of doing a third shift with your fans on Sex Panther. So this is kind of the more exciting part of what I want to talk about and that is just monetizing your users. The way that you monetize your users is in ensuring that they're replying back to you. So one little trick that I love to use, and I've spoken about this publicly before, is if you have fans that are comfortable sending photos of themselves, you can do this under the guise that you're interested in seeing what they look like or putting a face to the username. So you'll ask the fan to send you a selfie, and then once they send that initial picture, you're going to reply with something along the lines of, no way you're that cute, I'm being catfished, or something to that, you know, to that end at which point you're gonna tell them to take another photo and send it to you 
but with them doing something that is silly, like some kind of request that proves this photo is real time and is not like, you know, a catfish photo. So maybe that's something like asking them to hold up their phone charger next to their face or asking them to hold up a fork or a spoon next to their face. Something silly like that is going to go a long way because the point of this exercise is to, one, stand out to the user as being fun-loving and lighthearted and a real person, but also you're complimenting the way they look and getting them to send two photos instead of one, which is double the revenue. And that is a clever way to monetize these users. Another great tactic that I use very often um, is to send voice notes for unlock instead of written replies. So you have to remember, every time you as a creator on Sex Panther replies to the fan in text message form, that costs the fan nothing to read. If you reply in an audio note, that's gonna cost them money. If you reply in a video, that's gonna cost them money. We're gonna focus on audio for this kind of tip and trick. So. What I'll do is I will send voice replies or voice notes back to my fans because it costs them obviously more to unlock than a text message received from me. So what I do is I start by telling the fan that I'm driving and I'll, I'll send them a text that says this, a written message that says this, says, hey, I'm about to start driving, so I'm going to reply to you from here in voice notes. So from that point on, I'm only going to reply back and forth to their messages in locked audios, which drives up revenue. This tactic works really well because the user cannot refute you sending audio messages instead of written text due to the fact that it would put one, your safety at risk because you're obviously driving, but also because this works because they feel that you've, this conversation with them is so important to you that you don't want to stop chatting back and forth, even though you're driving somewhere and kind of going about your day. So anytime you have the chance to make your fans feel, you know, really prioritized, really special, really important, this is going to go a long way to building rapport with the fan keeping them spending more and keeping them around on your platforms for longer. The last major component I kind of want to mention to this um, to this end is that when monetizing users, it's really important, especially in a, in a text message back and forth kind of way, it's really important to structure your replies and your responses to your fans so that they elicit a response. For example, if a fan asks you how your day was, instead of replying, my day was great, thanks babe, which doesn't elicit a reply, it actually kind of ends the conversation to a degree. You could reply something like, Mighty is off to a great start, but I have three things in mind that would make it even better. Do you see the difference in that? So like that fan will now be curious about what those three things are that you mentioned, and they're gonna continue the conversation until they find out what those three things are, which allows you to continue to go back and forth in messaging, and that allows you to drive up the revenue. So making sure every response you give to your users or fans is going to foster more conversation is going to be a really powerful way to drive sales and drive profits on this platform. So I'll also just kind of add here that if you did see that recent tweet or Instagram reel we posted about sorting your contacts to recently active, what this does, I'm not going to go too into detail with this because we have a reel and, and whatever, but what this does is shows you when you sort your contacts by recently active, It'll show you everyone on the platform who's either online right now or has been online in like the last five minutes or so. And this is going to be something you can target because you know they're on platform. So you can target them independently and try to monetize them right there and then. But what this kind of becomes really useful for is re-engaging them an additional way to increase monetization. So we did go over this in that tweet and in that reel. Um, so I'm not going to include it here, but you can definitely check out how to re-engage Sex Panther users. It's a reel on our Instagram. It's a tweet that we put out uh, about last week, I believe. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, it's at sexworkceo, same username as here on Twitter. 
Okay, so this final, this is the final piece I want to go over before I start kind of taking your guys' questions, comments, um, suggestions, and that is building out the customer profiles. So the final component that I want to discuss before we wrap this up and start taking questions is about taking and keeping really great notes on your users. It is so important to capture things like the user's actual name, not their username, their occupation, what they do for work or what their career is. Um, where they're located uh, geometrically, geographically. So are they in the U.S.? Are they in a different country? Um, What time zone they're in? These are important things to take note of. Anything like that that they're comfortable telling you, including, you know, what they're sexually into, because that's obviously going to come up. But, you know, even their hobbies, any personal component that you can extract from your conversation with the user should be added to their notes section on Sex Panther. The reason for this is that you can use that information strategically, like incredibly strategically to re-engage the user in chat when it slows down or the chat dies out or the user becomes unresponsive. This again speaks a little bit to what that Instagram reel I mentioned before was about. So when you send a single individual a message that includes their name or something that they sexually like, they're going to be more enticed to reply than to one of those vague mass messages mass messages that you sent out earlier or that we discussed earlier. Because this part of the equation can't happen unless you're taking really great notes on each fan and you're actively doing this whenever you're using the platform. So you should know which fans prefer texting and sexting to which fans prefer audio calls or video calls. You should know which fans prefer video calls to texting at all. And you should keep all of that in their notes section so that you can use it when it becomes most valuable for you to pull it out of your back pocket and re-engage them. Another suggestion I'll make that uh, I actually haven't, I guess, spoken publicly on before is that you can create lists of contacts within Sex Panther. So you can create a list and add certain contacts to each list. A great way to do this that I think would help every creator using their platform without getting too into the weeds of like, what specific content you create or what maybe dom niches you're in or what have you. Some lists that pretty much every creator can make and benefit from on Sex Panther is a list of sexters, a list of voice calls, voice call users, and a list of video call users. This way, when you only have audio calls on, you can send out a mass message to only fans who have taken audio calls with you or who, who like audio calls with creators and be like, hey, just letting you know, all I just turned on my phone lines. The same goes for a video call users. If you have a list of every user that loves doing video calls or has done a video call with you and you have the next three hours to take video calls and you just turned your calls on, you can send on a mass message to just those users that states that your video lines are open and here's a picture of the laundry you're in. Using your list strategically can really help you target those users. But again, you can't target them if you're not taking great notes and building out those customer profiles, just like they do in every other corporate company in any other sales position and in any other marketing funnel. So you want to make sure that you're doing that while you're having these conversations and getting those notes situated, organized, and those lists built. So all in all, um, we're going to just wrap up this. You guys can start coming up to request to speak to get whatever questions you might have answered. I still have time to to, to take any questions you guys have. I want to keep this part of the, the space really conversational so I can try to hopefully provide value. But I do want to say, like, Sex Panther is honestly one of my favorite platforms in the adult space. And I am not saying that because I responded. I would have said that long before. Um, I've been on Sex Panther since, like, 2013. Um, I was one of the first creators on their platform. And the reason I've never left is because 
they've consistently improved the platform, in my opinion. They've consistently taken feedback from creators to make the product better for us. And not just for us, but they've consistently taken feedback from fans to make the fan and user experience better as well. And I personally have the privilege of just knowing the team now behind the scenes. And I know how well-intentioned they are in what they're creating for us. And I don't get that opportunity or that privilege with a lot of other companies. So it's the reason I push so hard to collaborate with them and why I push so hard for them to align with us in terms of sponsorship. Not that that was a hard sell. They love what we're doing over here at Dexworks CEO too, and they they want to support creators. So it just kind of made sense to come together in this way. I think it's really important because I do see your guys' tweets and your comments about the struggle with that application process. And I just want you guys to know the reasoning behind it because it is to our benefit as a whole. And I know that's hard and no one likes to hear that when they're on the getting denied you know, side of this process. But I do want you guys to know where that comes from because as a business strategy for them to make this platform very lucrative for creators, it, it really does make sense to me. And I can't say that I wouldn't have taken the same approach because the biggest downfall I see on most other platforms is that there's no barrier to entry and then there's oversupply of creators to the demand of paying users and then just no one makes money and the platform fails as a whole. So I get it. I can't say I wouldn't have done anything different. Um, and I hope that over time, everyone who's struggling to get approved makes it through. Um, I'm, I'm confident that in due time, everyone will be where they need to be. So um, I hope you got value out of this space. I know that some of the things I mentioned, maybe you guys aren't actively doing or you can do you know, better in terms of strategy or, or frequency even. But as for now, I'm going to start inviting creators that have questions to kind of raise their hand, come up and speak. I will give you the mic so that we can get all of these questions answered. Um, and don't forget, you can ask questions about my own business or yours. It can be either. I'm pretty much an open book. And if you have suggestions or resources that you want to you know, share with the other creators listening, please feel free to do that as well. I am happy to platform creators as often as I possibly can, especially when they have suggestions on you know, things that help creators or platforms that help or tools that help. Um, so feel free to just come up and share things that are working for you. It doesn't have to be questions necessarily. So I have one request right now from, it looks like at Honey Vera. So let me bring you up as a speaker. Hello there, you uh, You have the mic. Oh, hello. Um, okay, so I, I'll just start off by saying, hi, my name is Honey. Um, I have been on Sex Panther, um, but one issue that I've kind of found is that Sex Panther is definitely more oriented towards like the, you know, genetic female body. Um, wherein finding like other male creators on there is excuse my french it's damn near impossible um even for people to like as a creator or as a buyer um it's really hard on there to find like male creators from somebody who's been on there for a while what would your kind of recommendation be on on how to branch out and like find more potential contacts on there for sure so what I would do in terms of structuring and trying to drive your own, um, let's say, well, your own traffic, like your own audience to that platform and even traffic that maybe isn't your own audience, but you want to capture that audience who's looking for creators like yourself, right? I don't know that Sex Panther has a huge market for that because you're totally right. Like their, their market is primarily dom and fetish. It's primarily female um, or female identifying. So I totally agree with you. It's, it's aligned that way currently. But what I'll say is that if you're in spaces that cater to you as a creator, like something like Slushy is a really great tool for this. Like Slushy 
is kind of this TikTok vibe and they will allow you to promote other platforms and drive traffic. They have a lot of their own traffic on site. Um, another great way would be through channels like, I was going to say Reddit. That's not the right one. Reddit can be really, really harsh to creators. Um, yeah, I'm anyhow. fighting them to get my account back currently. <laughs> I've been on oh, there for like two years. Same. same. We just got deleted. The sex work CEO just got deleted. Not even Melrose. And like, oh, this is a big creation. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, okay, if you guys say so. Yeah, somebody like mass reported mine for non-consensual media for stuff that I have forms for and stuff. So it's a whole thing. Wow. Well, that's ironic considering most of Reddit is non. No, literally. We're not gonna. <laughs> We're not gonna, gonna get into it. it. <laughs> We're not gonna get into it. Anyways, <laughs> let's not take down Reddit. Um. So yeah, what I'll say is going into communities like I don't know if you're active in like Fet Life or um other circles like uh not Reddit. This is why I said Reddit, but I meant Red Gifts. Red Gifts has a really great audience for... Oh, yeah. I've had uh, stuff go viral on Red Gifts. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. The, perfect. the hard part, though, that I've found with Red Gifts is similar to Sex Panther in that, like, most of the people that are on there are either, A, going to Red Gifts from Reddit itself, like, they're finding mm-hmm. stuff on there, or they're mm-hmm. mainly on there looking, A, for either, like, leaked stuff, or B, for, like, you know, female bodies, like I mentioned earlier. So that's... It's kind of kind of one and the same. Okay, so see, so you're educating me right now too because obviously I don't have this lens that I I operate through because it's, I know when I was working alongside Red Gifts and I had done their stuff, they have a lot of that kind of content. So I am under the impression they're attracting a lot of that audience because if you have stuff that's gone viral on there, I'm curious as to how you have attempted to funnel things. So like when on Red Gifts, do you have like your link tree on there? You have some kind of conversion tool to get them to stay a sex panther? Do I what I'm sorry? Do you have some, so like on Red Gifts, you know how they have the area where you can fill out your social links or your like link tree, for example, website? Yeah. Do you have that in that bio link or if it's a link tree or, uh, you know, something similar, is there Sex Panther listed in that link tree? There is not. So that might be an issue why the conversions aren't hitting. It's because when they get there, they might not know where to go. I do have my, my personal website as well as my OF tracking link on there though. And even from Red Gifts, like it's, I, I actually do get some decent traffic to my OF specifically from Regifs, Um, but it, it definitely would be worth looking at for um, putting a Sex Panther link in there as well. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I would try that. And you know what else I would try too, just because I know, like like I said, just Redgifts is, is one of the platforms that has a bigger content pool for creators with like non-conforming bodies and identities. So um, another piece that I'd suggest is like making specific content to drive traffic to creators to like think of like a video where you're like pretending to be sexting someone on the phone or pretending to be having phone sex with someone and masturbating so like that type of content is going to attract the ideal type of consumer to an ideal platform like sex panther and then push it you know push it across that's yeah that's really smart actually i know like for example on reddit a lot of the content like i started making specifically more like outdoor content and stuff like that because i had found so many like outdoor content communities and stuff and that was stuff that, you know, not necessarily can be posted on OF, but can be posted elsewhere. Um, and I noticed that that stuff kind of did well. So it's definitely, that's that's a good idea. It's, I'll, have to, I'll have to look into that. It's going on my notes. <laughs> I love that. Good. I'm glad. Also, too, um, when you're making that kind of like specific content, like the sexting or phone sex content to drive the traffic, mm-hmm. I would even include like in the edit itself, like at the end like the Sex Panther logo or the website link slash your username, like the same way you do it for something like OnlyFans, like have the link in the content. Because if it does go viral, 
at least the link is going viral too. That's smart. I like that. Good. <laughs> You're a smart lady. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm hoping so because, man, if not, y'all are fucked because I'm just not contributing. <laughs> You are, you're too damn smart with this marketing stuff. Well, thank you. Oh, my college education, I'm still paying off. Thanks, you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> hey, man, for sex, man, there goes to college. Um, okay, cool. If there's anything else, so uh, anyone else listening, if you have other questions, please feel free to come up too. I have another space question that Bryn just forwarded me. Thank you so and much for your help, by the way, for the oh, you're so insight. Welcome. I'm going to tag out you're of here, so but thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for listening. Okay, so the other question I got right now is um, from, it was DM'd to Bryn, and it says, what percentage of revenue does Sex Panther take? So I can give you the payout rates. I have them just pulled up in front of me. Um, so Sex Panther rates is 60% for text messages. The creator gets 60%. So the, the website or platform gets 40%. It's 75% on phone calls, video calls, and posts unlocked. And then it's 80% on tip. So the, this whole payout percentage thing is another place where you can get very strategic with sex panther whereas instead of making a fan pay to unlock content you ask them to tip for it because paying for the content in a tip gives you an 80 percent payout versus unlocking things which will give you a less payout um also trying to upsell to phone calls is always a great way so as soon as you can get them off of the texting and into a call or an audio call that's going to give you a better payout percentage just because it has a higher rate on it. So again, 60% payout to creator on text messages, 75% payout to creator on phone calls, video calls, and feed posts unlocked, and then 80% payout to creator on tips. And when I say uh, feed post unlocks, there is kind of a feed on Sex Panther. We didn't talk about that all too much in this space. We can if you guys would like, um, but that's kind of the pay to unlock content model where it works similar to like, Similar to an OnlyFans or fan site, but there's no subscription to it. It's just you put up, you post something, you put a price to unlock it. And if the fan wants to unlock to see that content, they can. I will say that because the feed is kind of a newer component to this platform, um, it doesn't get as much activity for me as the actual one-on-one -on -one texting, calling, messaging. But it is there. It does make passive income. It's a great way to make money literally while you sleep. So if you're not up late, like updating the feed and putting posts to unlock, I do suggest it um, because it is, it's passive. It's not anything you have to invest your time in and it's still going to make you some money. So that is a great way to capitalize on the platform as well. Another question I have is how does Sex Panther handle disputes for both clients and creators? This question, I'm not so sure how to answer just because I'm not internal, you know, like with their company. They have a great customer support in terms of like, if you are a creator, you're getting harassed, you want to report a user. Um, they handle that stuff very quickly. Most of their uh, communication is back and forth within 24 hours, if not 48. So I would definitely go that route. As for how they handle disputes like chargebacks and things, uh, I did know that answer and now I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I can tweet about that. I can reach out, talk to them, and just kind of get you that information and put it out as a tweet in general, just so you guys have it. Um, maybe it's in their FAQ section. Let me just take a quick peek. No, it doesn't look like it's in their FAQ section. So I'll take a, I'll message them about their chargeback um, policy just so I can give you guys a clear and concise answer. I never want to speak um, without knowing. And then I'll answer that. But as far as it goes for how they handle disputes, I'm going to ask them on chargeback specifically, unless I'm misunderstanding and you're asking for something different. Um, so feel free to, to DM again and let me know. 
uh, anyone else that wants to call up and ask a question on Sex Panther, please feel free to come up and request the mic. Don't be shy. I promise I don't bite. In the meantime, I'm going to go a little bit into that feed section and that feed topic because I'm not sure a lot of creators know that that feed is there. Oh, we got Lady Athena, my shout out from earlier. Let me bring you up. Welcome, Lady Athena. You've got the mic. There we go. Huh. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, I just have one quick question because you, the I have been watching the YouTube series and they are amazing and I'm trying to grasp all of it, but that's just my old brain doing it. You definitely lay it out all properly. I just wanted to know in that year or whatever you were doing, you're just texting. Um, did you notice any lulls like just like down, you know, down activity like overall? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And how do you remember what time that was? Like September, winter, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you, I don't know, I'm just trying to prepare for a law of holidays are coming or something like that. Okay. So um, this is actually a really great question. What I'll say about like lulls and downturns in terms of like revenue right. is that oftentimes the actual like revenue, even though it's a lull, like it's not super predictable. I think a lot of creators assume that there's a lot of trend and there is some trend, right? Like summer months are typically lower earning months across all our platforms. I would say holiday months are typically higher earning months across all platforms, despite the the thought process of that being opposite because people are spending money on friends, families, gifts, things like that. Um, there is a little bit of a trend in that, in that fashion. So summers are less, holiday seasons are more. Um, if you get to like the micro where you're looking at like particular times of the month where things will pick up and die down, the only reliable trends that I see personally in, in my own business is around pay periods. So the first and the 15th, right after those pay periods, things tend to pick up. And then towards the end, when, you know, bills are getting paid, people have spent most of their, you know, biweekly paychecks, things are kind of tapering down. All in all, despite all of that, what I notice in my own data and I've confirmed this with someone who uh, sees a lot of data on a lot of huge creator accounts, is that for some reason around the 20th of the month is peak spending and all the platforms tend to peak. So uh, I will give you and, and do you know that information, do it, do with it what you may, um, because the 20th seems to be like around that weekend time period or whatever, seems to be kind of this unreasonable peak of spending. But um, I, I wouldn't focus too much on the lulls as a as a challenge for your business i understand wanting to prepare for them for sure because obviously our revenue isn't super secure which makes a lot of sense you know you always want to be prepared for what's coming but also the consistency across the board is what's going to give you the security for when the lulls come so um even though i haven't been super consistent on section there recently just because i'm preparing for a bunch of trips and we just launched something and my head spinning sex work is demanding but um the consistency will outweigh the downturns and the lulls. So even though the lulls can be really scary, knowing one's coming or predicting one, just keep your head down and stay consistent because that's going to be what what makes it better across the board. Okay, so consistency and then trying to do all the passive income with the unlocking and all that jazz on the feed. Right? Yeah, for sure. And then that 20th, for some reason, be online. Oh, I'm going to, yeah, that's going to be my steady day regardless now. That's the hit up day. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. And amazing, truly, you really do help me out. I would not have stood a chance of understanding it if I didn't watch that series. So thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me bring up. We've got, ooh, a beautiful name that I'm totally going to butcher. It's Ambry. I think it's Ambry Taylor. I'm going to bring you up. All right, Ambry, you have the mic. Hi. 
Well, oh my gosh, hello. Oh my gosh, okay, I'm so nervous. <laughs> um, I had a question. Is my mic on? Yes, you're totally good. Um, so I know that earlier you said that you prioritize your Sex Panther DMs above OF for obvious reasons. I'm about to start an OF up again, and I'm just wondering how you sort of balance out, like, I don't want people to find me on OF who are on Sex Panther and then be like, hey, in my DMs, and then just start talking my ear off because now they don't have to pay per message. Like, how often do you check your OF DMs and reply to those people? So, okay, this is a great question. I'm actually, this is a great point to make too. So I'm glad you brought this up. So when I, when I prioritize Sex Panther messages, let, let's say like I have two, you know, two tabs open in a browser. I have Sex Panther in one, I'm responding to fans there, and I have OF open in the other, and I'm responding to DMs there. That's typically how I work, whether it's like in my, you know, mobile, like Safari browser on my phone or at a computer. I typically have both windows up and I'll switch between to, to write back and forth. Sex Panther also has the Text Panther app, which makes that a little bit easier to you. But to the point, I, if I have OnlyFans fans that have stumbled onto Sex Panther, or if I have really demanding OnlyFans fans, I will push them onto Sex Panther so that they have to pay per message to talk to me just because they are um, a heavy time investment. And I want to make money each message that I have to invest that time. So the way that I've done that, because you have to be very careful on OnlyFans, I don't want anyone listening to misunderstand this. You can't say sex, like go to Sex Panther on OnlyFans. You're going to get your account in trouble. You can't promote, you know, other competing platforms. But what you can do, and what I do suggest, is making a spicy video for OnlyFans where you're pretending to text and like masturbating to a text message or a phone call, similar to what I suggested to Honey earlier, as a spicy piece of content. And that you happen to be wearing Sex Panther merch in that video. Because they can't stop you from doing that. Um, so you can do that. And you can also take a picture in like a Sex Panther shirt. If you guys reach out to Sex Panther, they're pretty generous with the merch. So uh, and even if you can't, you can have it like you can have the Sex Panther logo on your phone when you're pretending to sex. Like there's clever ways you can do it without having to push the platform in OnlyFans itself. Um, and when you do that and you get those fans to find their way over, um, another thing you can do is tell them to like go to your Twitter, click the link in the pinned tweet, have Sex Panther pinned there, and tell them that you're only focusing on Sex Panther message. You're only focusing on that other platform today. So if they want to chat with you, go there. Um, so that's another way to drive them. But once you get those OF users who are time intense over to, SES at the, to XSP, only reply to them there so that you can get that paper message. Now, on the flip side of that, when you have Sex Panther users, you don't want to drive them to OF for exactly the same reason. Right. Um, you don't want them paying, you know, or messaging you for free, which is the issue. While you can promote that you have an OnlyFans on your socials and all of that, SP users typically, they want a different interaction. They want real time. They want fast replies. They want to feel like the content you're sending them is happening in the moment. Like you just took the selfie video you sent. You just recorded this audio. I find that a lot of users on Sex Panther don't really like not that they dislike OnlyFans or like being on OnlyFans, but they prefer Sex Panther for that reason. When we're posting to something like OnlyFans, it's typically pre-recorded content. It's typically like a very stylized video. It maybe it has a storyline or maybe it's cut like whatever it is, it's a video that's not real time. So the users that migrate towards Sex Panther that are on platform with Sex Panther typically aren't going to want to join an OnlyFans or if they do it's just to see the like nice content you produce, the full length stuff you produce. 
but I don't necessarily find that it takes away from them messaging me on SP. And if they, I do find that they've migrated from SP over to OF and they're DMing me, what I'll tell them just as an individual response is like, hey, I'm really active on SP today, but I'm not going to be active here. So meet me over there. And you can pretty much get away with writing the letter SP right now on OnlyFans. I haven't gotten flagged for that. But again, do that at your own risk. I think the content or the photo in the merch goes a lot further um, for safety. But yeah, I, I find that the users on Sex Panther are typically a different audience than the users that are on OnlyFans. It's not that hard to keep them separate just because they want real-time stuff. OnlyFans really isn't all that real-time. Um, so if you can just kind of take take them from DM and OF and let them know you're focusing on SP. If they want those real-time responses, they got to be there. Or vice versa, if they are on OF and they're being too demanding with your time, pushing them to SP to get that paper message facilitated. I want to also add too, if you are someone who has a free OF and a paid OF, on your free OF, you can turn on a setting where they have to send each message with a tip. And that can kind of be facilitated similar to how you would run Sex Panther. So if you have a free um, OF, you can turn on that setting and then you're at least getting paid per message there too. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. You're so welcome. I hope it Thank helps. You. <laughs> All right. Let me bring up. We've got Brittany. Brittany Blue. Let me add you a speaker, love. All right, Brittany, you have the mic. Thank you so much. Uh, I've already gotten so many great tips um, from your space. I had to step out for a second, but I'm back. And so um, I have an OF, but I am also an escort in the sex work industry. And I got denied for my Sex Panther um, account. So I don't know if you have any experience or know anyone who's had this experience, but like, how do I get actually accepted? Now I'm kind of worried. I hope that they don't like know who I am and they're like, no, for the rest of my life. But if you could help, that would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. So what else I'd say, and I think that I'm not sure a lot of creators know this, especially creators who are full service and online. It's really important to keep separate socials because I know for on the credit processing side, when like these adult platforms are going through the you know, process of getting their payment processor set up, obviously that that is always the chokehold for full service or even online sex workers in this industry is like payment processors rule the space. Like what they say goes, what they say can't isn't allowed, isn't allowed. And that is really dictating the way platforms uh, accept creators and also the way platforms have to like things they have to look out for. So while like I know that you're never going to go onto a platform like Sex Panther and, and outwardly violate terms of service, what the processors think is that if they can go onto social, and this isn't Sex Panther specific, this is advice for like all adult platforms that are online, you know, digital uh, like subscription sites or clip sites, whatever. If you don't have a separate uh, social for your full service and a separate social for your online like digital stuff you run the risk of getting denied or kicked off of these adult like uh, platforms like the fan sites the clip sites everything because it just takes one payment processor to look up your uh, social media presence and see that you're doing both full service and digital or you know so on and so forth and then not only are you put at risk in terms of losing the, your platforms but also the platform is at risk of losing their process. So again, this isn't se Sex Panther specific. I'm not talking about them, but that's always a risk with these, you know, fan sites, OnlyFans, uh, any any fan site or clip store or online digital sex work platform. 
they are always trying to balance and mitigate that risk. And it's it's not up to them. It, like, like I said, it's up to the processors. So what I'll say is like making sure you have a very clean social or cleaning up your social that you do have. If you've already been denied, it might be worth starting safe for work socials and just making sure you have those socials built so that when it comes to applying for any new platform, you're using those other socials. The safe for work ones are the ones that at least don't point to full service at all because it not only puts, like I said, the platforms at risk, but it could put it puts you at risk for losing your platforms that you're already on. So that would be my advice for that aspect. And then also, I'm going to plug something as well. Uh, I was just introduced to a new platform um, that's called, oh, what is it? It's called Slinky Winky. It's a funny name. Um, And what I'll say is that they are kind of Telegram-based, and they allow you in the Telegram app to monetize pay-per-message and pay-per-video call via Telegram. So you can set up a profile with them um, and you can bring your own audience into the Telegram app itself and monetize them that way. So this is a really good option for people who have been denied off of something like Sex Panther or who are struggling to get approved or who just want to monetize like their own audience within Telegram, which I think is a very clever way to do because then you have access to your audience, which is something a lot of platforms don't offer. So if you've already been denied, kind of like how you mentioned, I would suggest going that route um, because I think that could be a really great place where you'd thrive. And then you have the bonus, you know, benefit added of encrypted messaging altogether. So that would be my suggestion. Thank you. Okay. I'm definitely going to be looking for that link. Yes, for sure. I will. Uh, maybe I can DM. We can DM it to you for Slinky Winky. I think it's just slinkywinky.com. Um, but yeah, enjoy. Let me know how it goes. I'll be looking for your feedback too on how you like it. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oops. If there's not anyone else that wants to come up and speak, um, I will start to wrap up this space. Again, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube, please take a moment and do so. Uh, Our YouTube is youtube.com forward slash SWCEO. And then turn on those notifications so you never miss a course. As always, thank you so much to everyone who subscribed to our Sex Work CEO Telegram bot already. If you haven't heard, we released a Telegram bot that essentially sends you daily content inspiration and all the captions you need for your feed, PPV locked messages, clip stores, etc. These ideas are researched so that they're trendy and highly desirable for what fans are currently seeking. And the captions are optimized with calls to action so that they increase your earning and unlock potential with each caption. As of this month, we've also begun to incorporate fetish and DOM content ideas and captions into the bot. Since we average or since the average creator isn't likely to be filming all 30 ideas we send out each month. We decided to incorporate about half of them into the Dom and Fetish niche so that we can provide a wire, wider variety to the creators of all the inspo they need in one single place. Telegram pot, Bot pushes your daily dose of inspiration to your phone every day at 12 a.m. Central Standard Time so that you no longer have to waste time researching, planning, or coming up with content ideas or captions. We will take care of all of it. And if you're not a Telegram user or maybe like PDF versions of the content inspo and captions, you can now get that at sexworkceo.com forward slash shop. We recently launched our store website with PDF downloads of the same content inspo and captions featured in our Telegram bot. But we also have additional downloads there available as well, like unlock sales scripts or sales objection scripts to help use a free one waiting for you. Lastly, but most importantly, I do want to emphasize that all of the information we put out here on sexworkceo, we put out for free because we believe in this idea that the more financially successful adult creators are, the more resources we'll have as a community to do things like lobby Congress, impact policy, organize, and more. So if you find value in the content that you heard, 
here today are the tweets that you've engaged with. Please, please, please consider sharing it to make this journey easier for one of your own adult creator friends. Our only ask is that you retweet our stuff so that we can help as many creators as humanly possible. So thank you in advance for that. I'm going to do a full open space again next week because I, like I said, I want to kind of alternate and give us two of these open spaces and two of these lectured spaces each month for a while. Um, so we're going to do kind of a free open space, free consulting episode where any of you guys can come, have full access to me for 30 plus minutes, ask anything you want about challenges in your own business or about my business self, um, come with questions in hand and I'll just do my absolute best to provide you as much value as humanly possible. So thank you so much for joining me today, CEO squad, and I will see you one week for now. It would be absolutely incredible. If you rated this podcast five stars and left a little review, we want to get this podcast to as many adult creators as possible. And you taking a second to leave a couple stars in a review really helps us do that. Thanks so much. Assembly 4 are a collective of sex workers and technologists working to bring the overall cost of advertising down for sex workers through their ad platform, Trist.link. Educate clients through the Good Client Guide and much more. Assembly 4 caters to all genders and demographics and raises funds for organizations to fight for sex workers' rights, the decriminalization of sex work, and against exploitation in the sex industry. Learn more at the website assembly4.com for the word, not the number.